It's time for the September 14th, 2012 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Watch your step, Mike. Watch your step. Yeah, watch your step. Mahler hit a, a a water main when he was, you know, uh, that underground bunker that he thinks he's building, yeah, which yeah. really amounts to just a hole in the ground. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hit a water main. Uh, I don't know. I think he must have thought it was like a chew toy. You know, the, yeah, the, 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 the actual PVC yeah, down yeah, there. PVC, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The main, you know, he left alone, but the connection to the, to the main, a big chew toy. And, and then... Pow. I wondered why um, the shower. My took, I tried to take a shower here at the uh, sprawling KUCI complex yeah. uh, if, before I come on the show. In the I DJ like to, lounge. Well, I like, yeah, I like yeah. to freshen up. We have an open shower. And yes, yeah, which is you know interesting. Uh, but uh, and I wonder why the water pressure was so low. But that yeah. that would explain yeah, why. That yeah. would explain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Yangtze River turned red. Okay. Not on account of Mahler. This is a whole different story here. <laughs> the cause of the coloring is still unclear. Okay. Yeah. It's not a prank. Well, yeah, it's like a, a bunch yeah. of college yeah, kids. Yeah, got college, to get... they're, going, they're going back in, you know, it's <laughs> September. Well, let's pour, you know, it's, it's kind of a little thing on Mao. Yeah. It's, a, it's Maybe it's by Ai Weiwei. Maybe, it could be an Ai Weiwei communist referral, postmodern, yeah. you know, type of mm-hmm. reference thing. Tell us more. One possible cause of the coloration may be suspended sediments following heavy rains upstream. It's common in large rivers such as the Yangtze, and they've been having a lot of big rains there in China. So it could be mm. just the runoff. They mm. don't know yet, though. And they, they also say it might be uh, an algal bloom. Sudden growth of algae fed by fertilizer runoff, which is called uh, eutrophication, can sometimes produce blooms of brownish diatome algae in rivers. And then there's also... um, Well, there's such a bunch of commies, even their rivers are red. See, that's the thing about, right? That should have uh been, yeah. Boy. Yeah, I know. And then uh, really you also keep in mind, uh, I'm, I'm sure you remember back in December 2011, the Yin River in uh, northern China turned red after dye pollution leaked into the river from a factory. <clears throat> and it's, it's a common thing happened over in China for dye pollution to occur in rivers. The, huh? I assume because there's so much industrialization, they got so much dye laying yeah. around. I'd just like to bring this up because the Yangtze is, uh, the, the basin of the Yangtze is almost 20% of China's land area, wow. the basin. 20% of it is a river basin. Wow. And that's a big place, China. China's a pretty big so place. I hear. You, can st- you can stuff over a billion people it's, in it's there. It's bigger than California. It is a little bigger than California. Bigger than Texas. Bigger than Texas. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And, and that uh, basin accounts for almost 40% of China's available fresh water. Wow. So you got, you got red dye or maybe sediment or, uh, you know, who knows, maybe in uh, algal bloom there. <sighs> According, just as, as a sub text to this all. In uh, 2007, the World Wildlife Federation uh, reported that uh, the Yangtze is among the world's top 10 rivers at risk of serious pollution. Yeah, and this, I I mean, I don't know how to say this without neener neener kind of sounding, but uh, this is the thing that I think is going to probably be uh, a huge hurdle 
it's not probably, it is going to be a huge hurdle for China moving forward. This great industrial leap forward that they've made, mm-hmm. along with it has ca- come the very heavy price of industrialization uh, uh-huh. without any, any concerns about maintaining the environment or improving the environment. And then we'll have to see, but uh, that is, uh, I mean, you affect that much water uh, for that many people, uh, the, the consequences are not good. Yeah. 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 But that well, was a profound statement. Shall we move to Yemen? Shall we? Because yes. that's, that's a big one. Yeah, this is that's huge. A, we we sent in some uh, some troops uh, in, within the last uh, 24 hours. Oh, I, we sent in some a, mar- a marine squadron or, you know, okay. whatever. We sent we sent actual people over there with guns. To protect our embassy, I assume. Uh-huh. Yeah, that to was protect it. the embassy. Okay. This is uh, after protests spread uh, over the U.S. made film considered blasphemous to Islam. What is it? The innocence of uh, the, uh, the yeah, innocence yeah. of Islam or something, something like that, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's Pride and Prejudice. I think Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. yeah, War and Peace. Birth it was of a on nation. YouTube. It's called Birth of a Nation. I yeah. believe. Yeah, it was on YouTube. Yeah, the movie, and they took that YouTube uh, had to strip it off. It was not the whole movie, but the fifteen a fifteen minute trailer. Fifteen. That's minute hardly tra- a trailer. Right. Right. I mean, unless the movie is like twenty four hours long. A 15-minute trailer, you know, what? what is that? That's a quarter of the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? I don't get trailers anyway, but that's another whole yeah, story. Yeah, that's another thing, yeah. yeah. Hey, hundreds of Yemeni demonstrators stormed the U.S. Embassy, mm-hmm. uh, that smashing windows, burning cars, all that kind of stuff. You know, the usual, the us- uh, usual yeah, the, stuff the, that the, you do. The, the, yeah, the usual uh, Chinese menu of things that yeah. need to be taken care of when you're in a demonstration uh, somewhere. Protests have also occurred in Egypt, Iran, Iraq, Tunisia, Bangladesh, as well as the occupied Gaza Strip. In Cairo, 13 demonstrators were injured outside the U.S. Embassy. Yeah. Police used tear gas to disperse the protests and threw, that, uh, after they threw stones and Molotov cocktails. That would get you a little bit annoyed. Yeah, yeah. The, a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, the Molotov cocktail thing. Yeah, it's that's what I'm talking about. When you're doing a demonstration, you got to overturn some cars, got to light them on fire, got to throw a Molotov cocktail, throw some rocks. I think it covered pretty much. And this is following Tuesday night storming of the U.S. consulate in the Libyan city of Benghazi. 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 Sorry, that left U.S. Ambassador Christopher Stevens and three staffers dead. Yeah. Yeah. Obama said he was going to uh, bring justice and all that, did his, yeah. his speech. We'll get into to yeah. all the flack domestically over what he said uh, yeah. later on in the show. I'm sure you'll want to stay tuned in. Yes, you will. Anything else to add? Well, to just this? that this is a very a complex and very fast-moving story. Uh, this, this, the, uh, the supposed reason for these demonstrations— uh, may not, in fact, be uh, anything other than kind of what they call a, what, a, a black flag operation of some sort, where this film was put out there. Uh, it was there was there's it's not even a film really. Yeah. Uh, the the idea that it was it was how it showed up on YouTube uh, several months ago. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a copy of a copy of a copy of some. And it was image. produced right here in Southern California. It can produce too. here in Southern California. Yeah. The actor said this is not the movie that they made. They, their voices were dubbed in. The whole thing, uh, the parts, the offending parts, they did not say. Yeah. The, the, the whole the whole thing. There's something fishy about this. Yeah. But even that, even putting aside putting that as may, it's not even the issue. Apparently, uh, the United States had sent in drones to kill. Uh, um, 
uh, a drone that killed the second in command in Yemen, yeah. an Al Qaeda, um, uh, whose name is Al. His last name ends in Al Libby, and I'm not going to try even pronounce it. We'll get to that you, later. We do in, know about that. Okay. Drones in the news. Drones in the news. So, yeah. so all of this stuff uh, is more likely has to do uh, with. Um, some things that are going on that are not about this film that has been ginned up to make it sound like it is. There's there's a lot going on here, but I would say just sort of to put a kind of an overview on it, and that is that yes, the Arab Spring, and we're glad this is a very important development in the Middle East that the movement towards self determination. But not everyone in the United States is thrilled to see this, and I'm seeing on my friends on Fox coming out of the woodwork talking about. The Islamic Brotherhood, all this other. There's a lot going on here uh, that will um, that is not as as it seems. And boy, uh, I'm sorry to. That's the way it is with everything. I, right? I know. I'm. I know. I'm just trying to. There's an awful lot of anti-American resentment in the Middle East because we've waged two wars. I, I, what I want to know. There's a lot. Seriously, is, is there any pro-American resentment? Is there any pro-American? Are that you mean resentment? People? Yeah, actually, there, there was anti-American resentment, but was there pro-American? Yes, there was. Can actually. there just be American resentment? Okay, there could be. A, you're right. Yeah. Yes. I, I just wanted to know. Yeah, was, you're right. You're right. Good. Well, there, there is a differentiation there. Right. You could be jealous. That would, I guess that would be pro-American resentment. And actually, even in the incident where the uh, Ambassador Stevens was killed, uh, there were uh, Libyans who were there protecting him, not just the paid people. Yeah. But actually, people of Benghazi yeah. who were standing up against these people who were perpetrating this violence. There's an awful. We will probably not know the full story for several weeks on uh-huh. this one. But go ahead. I'm, I'm just. It's just a lot going. I on. I think this is a Karl Rove operation. Violence continued across Syria. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hundred people reportedly killed just in one day this week. Unverified video shows what appears to be the bodies of 20 blindfolded Syrian soldiers after they were executed at Aleppo. Okay. It's, it goes on in Syria. Yeah, Do you want just, to get any more no, specific no, no, than no, that? No, that's, that's yeah. it. I mean, uh, U.S. envoy. Here's, a, I mean, yeah, here's a, a, interesting, a study suggesting, an interesting item here, Mike. A mm-hmm. study suggesting climate change deniers also tend to hold general beliefs in conspiracy theories. So they did a study. Ah. And they say that uh, climate change deniers also hold general beliefs in conspiracy theories. If you deny, uh, you know, climate change, Mm -hmm. you're you're likely to... Well, that makes uh, some sense. There's something, conspiracy theories. But this has sparked, this report has sparked accusations of conspiracy (laughs) on on, uh, climate change denial blogs. Which kind of, you know, that snake. Yeah. Ouroboros, what is it? Ouroboros, the snake that bites his tail. The research, which will be Ouroboros, that's it. Okay. The research, which will be published in an upcoming issue of the Journal of Psychological Science, surveyed more than a thousand readers of science blogs regarding their beliefs regarding global warming. The results reveal that people who tend to believe in a wide array of conspiracy theories are more likely to reject the scientific consensus that the Earth is heating up. Because it makes it, it, it's an easy, it's not a bad, uh, it's not a, 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 a very far to jump because you can say all of these scientists uh-huh. or, or all these liberal media people are conspiring to convince me of something that will destroy the economic system to which we all hold near and dear. Oh, yeah. And it's that, kind of that's a redundant sort of, report, here, yeah, really. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. at the same time, how far does this conspiracy go? Well, for them, it is... It not, is not just climate change, but I mean, you know... Well, how there, many other conspiracies? Is there a conspiracy well, about jockeys versus boxers? You know, the, I, I don't know. 
I'll tell when if we have some extra time, I'll tell you about a little. I went to a gathering of people that I went to high school with, uh-huh. and how many of them absolutely believe in many of these. And I'll mention one or two if you want uh, conspiracies about Operation Fast and Furious was Obama's attempt to oh, yeah. subvert well, the yeah, uh, yeah. gun laws in this country. Where did you go to? You went to Sun Valley. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Went up to yeah. Yeah. So they're up in the heat. Their brains are fried. Honestly, they're, they're no good honestly, anyway. Honestly, it was it was quite eye opening. Really was. In Yalvik, Turkey, a woman reportedly or repeatedly, not reportedly, yeah, she did shoot a man repeatedly who had raped her, including in his genitals, before decapitating him and leaving his head in the village square. That is the head, the woman reportedly said as she was arrested, of the one who toyed with my honor. <sighs> Okay. So let that be a warning to you, Mike. I guess so. Colombian drug trafficker or trafficker, Griselda Bianco, mm-hmm. who will soon uh, have her own movie, <laughs> The Queen of Cocaine. Okay. The Queen of Cocaine the queen was of fatally co- shop, shot. Uh-huh. She wasn't shopped. Uh-huh. As she left a butcher's shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, was, she, was, she had a big, uh, a big like a, a large slice of beef. And so she was known as the Queen of Cocaine. Uh-huh. So she was a dra- one of the king- oh yeah she kingpins. was she, she was uh, kingpins and mythological the- figure in uh, not mythological but a legendary figure in in cocaine transport and whatnot. I've never met her. I'm surprised. A Nigerian man was taken into custody in Lagos Airport for attempting to smuggle several pounds of cocaine. We're on a cocaine. Is cocaine here. coming back? Is Stuff- that what I'm hearing from he, you? He, he snuggled it by stuffing it inside uh, roasted chickens. <laughs> Boy, these chickens are good. Yeah, yeah. Boy, give me more of that chicken. <laughs> really want some more chicken. Really, chicken. this is great chicken. Japan, Can I have some more chicken. Japan is planning to move to shutter all <laughs> nuclear power plants by the 2030s. Okay, they're moving ahead with that. Really... A major policy shift shift there. And this is a, a, a country who depends. This is their the... economy kind of depends on nuclear power as it exists right now. This is either the third or fourth the largest economy in the world, so it's yeah. not a small thing that's happening there. So yeah, this is this is uh, actually and, quite remarkable, and, and we wish them well and on we this t- journey. Yes. I hope they just continue and, and set an example for the rest of us. I, that that is really important. Um, and by the way, there'll be a point in which this sort of this downgrading of nuclear power, in which there will be a point of no return. Yeah. They they will get to a point where even if they wanted to turn it around, it would not be plausible for them. So yeah. uh, we hope we get to that point before they yeah. make any crazy decisions. McDonald's. Yes. Opened its first vegetarian restaurant. Oh, no, no. Mahler, don't take it that way. In India. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right, Mahler. A vegetarian McDonald's. I'm sorry, Mahler. Yeah. <laughs> Scrub from the menu will be all burgers, mm-hmm. wraps, yeah, <laughs> containing meat. Yeah, in order to uh, adapt to local diets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I agree in a oh, kind sorry. of a way. I, Mom. The vast proportion of Indians, of course, are either Hindu or Muslim, and the best deal for them is to take meat off the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, and you can't drive by a, a McDonald's with Mahler in the car and him not start, you know, yapping yeah. about stopping. First, he loves the fries because they're they're some kind of beef oil that they use in the, in the making of those French fries. Yeah, so he loves that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He really, yeah, he's crazy he really about that likes stuff. the French fries. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm going Mahler. Bless really. him for that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, here's an interesting item. Honduras yeah. announced it's developing three privately owned cities. Who? What? Honduras. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. The country. Yes. South America. I got you. Three privately owned cities. I mean, they're one-upping Irvine. Yeah, yeah, apparently they are. Yeah. We'll show them. Investors can begin construction in six months on three privately run cities that uh, will have their own police, laws, government, and tax systems. Interesting. The government signed a moratorium of agreement approving the uh, a memorandum of agreement approving the project. The cities will also uh, are empowered to sign international agreements on trade and investment and set their own immigration policy. Policy. The interesting thing about this is there is there more to that story? Is that it? Oh, I have uh, more. But... No, but the interesting thing about this will be whether or not international law accepts this yeah. as as well, part of a you know a what can you do credible organization they'll pay their way through that the project is opposed by civic groups as well as the indigenous garifuna people who say they don't want their land near puerto castilla on the caribbean coast to be used for the project Mm -hmm. some people call it a catastrophe for honduras some people call honduras as it exists today a catastrophe and they say this will help the, uh, the economy uh, the cities involve the creation of a state within the state, a commercial entity with state powers outside the jurisdiction of the government. Well, and more importantly, the government, because that sounds kind of nameless and faceless. Yeah. Let's be honest. The government is people who in- inhabit the countries that uh, that we're talking about, right? That is, to me, ultimately what... what that all of this is about is what is this a lesson in democracy? Well, here? it is a little bit. Um, well, it no is democracy a little, in Honduras. Is, well, 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 there in won't name be only. in name. Okay, maybe there is or isn't. I'm I'm not sure of the state of democracy in in Honduras, but this is for me the crux of it. Private interest has no accountability beyond its own bottom line. If that's what it's about, if it's own, it's about making a profit off the people in that, that city, then that's fine. Well, they're, but, they're, they would claim that they're going to make the uh, living conditions better and uh, provide more job opportunities and boost the economy of the country. Okay. Then for me, the ultimate question would be... The ultimate question. The ultimate question would be, could the people inhabiting those cities, privately owned cities, vote in a government which was not a private entity? Could they vote in something that would would rule over their city that wasn't a private entity? Don't be so silly. No, Mike. if they can't, yeah. then it's not. Then then it's yeah. it's anti, it's anti, it's fascist. Well, yeah, but can they vote in somebody yeah, who's not part of the uh, the uh, coup? You know, part of of the existing government too. Okay. I mean, what's what we're just having a a, a blatant uh, non democracy or I, a. Of democracy, a democracy in name only. I guess the the beauty of democracy is if I wanted to vote a in a in a, a government structure, a government system that wasn't democratic, I could do so. Yeah. If I wanted to vote in a fascist regime, yeah, and who said blatantly, "We're going to basically run everything, and you don't have any say after we c- we come into power," I had that option to do that. Perhaps they will. Let's look All into right. this more. All, right. All I know is is they will have their own government and tax systems. I don't know how. They intend to, and it didn't mention that in the story. Okay. An Iranian inventor reportedly created a perfume that can mask the smell of gunpowder. Oh, nice. Uh, the invention called Deceit Perfume, mm-hmm. I kid you not, mm-hmm. and jointly built as a strategic project of the armed forces is intended to camouflage the smell of gunpowder powder by spreading odors over vast areas. This is part of their promotional appeal. This is how they get. Is this you. part of that that weapon? Coco Chanel. Yeah, the spreading Coco. odors over vast areas. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've done that, but um. Tehran's troops will also have a choice of four agreeable aromas. They're agreeable aromas as opposed to disagreeable. What you said. Yeah. Fresh air. Mm-hmm. 
rainy weather, mm. seaside weather. Oh, that's my favorite. For the Navy. Yeah. Well, you you would. wouldn't want to be inland. And no, go, that would make sense. It yeah. smells like the ocean. Here yeah. comes the artillery. <laughs> and then tea. Tea is also one. No, that yeah. would be tea. Would that be for the Air Force? Or, I mean, just, that was, for, just for whoever, whoever wants whatever, tea. Yeah, whoever wants tea. Interesting. Uh, 16 Muslim preachers from a moderate sect were shot dead in, the central, in central Mali as they traveled by road to a religious conference. And they were, they were just shot accidentally by the government there. Accidentally? But, yeah. Well, they had beards, so uh, they uh, assumed that these guys were radicals. Okay. Well, you know, that's the way it goes. Yeah, that is unfortunately. I mean, I've been is. shot at before, so. Yeah, that, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's called profiling. <laughs> it's called. Russia is planning to destroy plutonium used in thousands of soon-to-be decommissioned nuclear warheads. They're taking their warheads okay. apart. They're going to they're gonna use the plutonium uh, in a special new atomic power plant. Oh. New, improved new power improved plant. New, improved power plant. Uh-huh. The uh, reactor is set to begin uh, operating in one year, but time pressures and a uh, vulnerable cooling system make the project a risky one. Oh, well, (laughs) see. And, you know, with Russia, they they have such a great history with nuclear reactors and things, so there's no reason to be any at all concerned. And risk risk and nuclear power always go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Um, Risk reward. So... They're they're really not getting rid of the plutonium. Well, I you know, I guess they does plutonium break down when you use it in the, I don't even know. Well, they're going to make some waste. Yeah, they are going to make some waste. That's yeah. for sure. So, uh, oh, and Afghanistan. Yeah, could be carved into eight separate kingdoms. There's a plan to carve it into different kingdoms. One of them's called Union Oil. One of them's called Standard. With some of them Dutch potentially oil. ruled by the Taliban. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there apparently was... there was a, a discussion. Yeah. This, uh, you know, with the Taliban. Yeah. And uh, they realize they're not going, things are not going well now. No, no. So they'll be, let me let me guess what they're called. Heroinostan? Union Oilistan? You're going you're gonna to go through eight of these? No, not really. Okay. I'm just let's, trying to let's make end my it point. right there. I'm just making my point. The radical blueprint for the future of Afghanistan sets out reforms that would relegate President Hamid Karzai, to a figurehead role. Mm-hmm. This was put by, together by a uh, conservative MP. A conservative MP in and Afghanistan. And a foreign office aide, yeah. Tobias Elwood. Okay. Yeah. All right. <sighs> yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Any more uh, international stuff there, right? Uh, people dying. Let's see. Oh, I thought this was an interesting one. The U.S., uh, this... Uh, U.S. has formally handed over control of Bagram Air Force Base to the Afghan uh, government, the key milestone of more than a decade-long uh, NATO occupation. Mm-hmm. But despite the handover, the United States continues to retain control over several dozen prisoners. They have a, apparently there's a, a block in, within Bagram Air Force, which has been a, basically a prison. It's an Air Force base and a yeah. prison in Afghanistan. And the United States is refusing to turn over uh, several dozens of prisoners uh, that the Afghans want to to have control over. Uh, and the United States continues to maintain a no-trial detention system, essentially yep. saying, we'll hold on to them as long as we darn well want. So that's some more Afghan news. All right. Yeah. That's it. And there's that. And there's that. I have one other thing. Oh, yeah. This is big. And this is huge. Did I say big and huge at the same time? It has to do with uh, Netanyahu. Netanyahu is just 
kicking and screaming right now that the United States is not backing Israel, that the United States refuses to describe what he calls red lines, yeah. that he doesn't want to see crossed by Iran, and if they do, that, then the United States should be in the business of helping Israel invade or, or attack Iran, and the U.S. is refusing to go along. And, and, and so Netanyahu is literally literally screaming about it and um and upset and we'll see what and i by the way talk about conspiracy theories want to talk about them for a second no i'm going to just say i do think that this whole muslim film i think this might be an israeli operation israeli operation i do wow it's just my gut i have no reason to i have no factual i don't think much of your gut okay (laughs) neither neither does anyone else yeah yeah and now, yeah. my good friend Mahler and I will introduce the next segment of our program. Mm-hmm. In the news, a small group of scholars is grappling with, some, with, with what some believe could be the next generation of uh, weaponry. That would be uh, drones. Mm-hmm. And, and how are they grappling with it, you might ask. I'm a professor asking. of robotics and ethics has uh, devised... Algorithms, algorithms for an ethical governor that he says could one day guide an aerial drone or ground robot to either shoot or hold its fire in accordance with internationally agreed upon rules of war. So there'd be a governor inside of a drone that would be our, our moral standard. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, so I'm that, not worried that at takes all. takes a lot off yeah. my mind. Oh, I, yeah. was, I was concerned because they yeah. might just be random innocent people dying. Uh, two anti-world protesters were found guilty of trespassing. This is another. No, okay. I'm just moving right yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two anti-war protesters were found guilty of trespassing for entering a Missouri Air Force base with a letter describing their opposition to the U.S. drone program. Mm-hmm. So they were found guilty of trespassing. And bada, bada, bada. were they killed? Were they... No, no, no. Oh. They were found guilty. This wasn't a death sentence. Oh, because yeah. I thought maybe it's like RoboCop. What you described earlier, just before that, that's RoboCop, right? Yeah. He walks up and says, citizen. You know, stop or 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 I'll become a bad movie. Also, in drones in the news, the U.S. is deploying warships and surveillance drones in its hunt for those who killed four U.S. diplomatic staffer, staffers in Libya. Mm-hmm. You mentioned this earlier. Mm-hmm. And they said the surveillance drones are expected to join the search for jihadists who may be tied to the attack. And blah, blah, blah. We're going to give that information. The drones gather to Libyan officials. Yeah. Also, in drones in the news, up until now, aerial drones have been used mostly by the U.S. military overseas to kill terror leaders. But a new industry is developing. It's going to be, we know this, well, we've been talking about this, yeah. but I, just for what it's worth, they're thinking this could be a trillion dollar in industry once it goes domestic. Once they get drones out of the military and we can have drones for uh, doing things such as uh, dusting crops, uh, used in filmmaking. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Shipping can, companies uh, yeah. that can use that to deliver packages. Absolutely. We talked just the uh, last yeah. week about uh, delivering pizzas with yeah. a drone. But yeah, imagine a guy imagine, that's working on it. Yeah, imagine the possibilities of delivering a package to you in, in a matter of an hour. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, how Send out a drone to, yeah. to your now, house. Mm-hmm. Now to domestic stuff. Okay. And to uh, Mitt Romney's reaction to this whole thing in Libya. Okay. That caused uh, Mitt some problems. What? He used the tragedy yeah. to attack, attack President Obama. 
hours before the protested, uh, protests erupted in Cairo and uh, Benghazi, the U.S. Embassy in Cairo issued a statement attempting to defuse anger. <clears throat> and what they said is the emb embassy condemns the continuing efforts by misguided individuals to hurt the religious feelings of Muslims. Right. So You have to say this right. Yeah. This was issued before the United States ambassadors, uh, ambassador to Libya was killed. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So I mean, they were they were point. talking about the protests. They prote there was already protests yeah. over this video. The, yeah. Okay. So they were talking about the video. Right. And they weren't talking about the, the attack the on attack. the Libyan uh, embassy. But and apparently. The, yeah. So Mitt runs Mitt, out. Mitt and his staff doesn't know what's going on. And they think, I guess they think, or they were using the statement as a, uh, characterizing it as being apologetic to the people right. who would uh, attack the embassy, right. the U.S. embassy. Right. The, 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 the report I got was that the Romney campaign, because they understand that they have a deficit when it comes to the perception that Mitt is ready to become commander-in-chief, that he has uh -huh. some grasp of international relations and the world and all that, that they have been looking for, hoping and waiting for something that they could seize on in order to make themselves appear to be presidential, uh -huh. and that they jumped the shark on this because they ran out. He immediately well, called— Well, they didn't them. jump the shark. Well, we'll see. Well, well, I mean, literally, they, they didn't. didn't do the thing that destroyed the show, and and you know, I happy don't think so. Yeah, yeah, happy. Yeah, they didn't. We got to get yeah. that historically right. No, they well, we don't the know. Gun. That, well, they jumped they, the gun. Okay, let's say they jumped a gun. All right, because but and the point I'm trying to make the point they were is so eager. That the point is is that they were criticizing the administration for something. They were completely factually incorrect about. Mm -hmm. They they were saying that the administration was apologizing to the people who were who may or may who were responsible for the death of an American mm -hmm. ambassador, when in fact it was a statement that had been issued prior to his being killed, and it was an attempt to say to the people in the streets, "Look, we condemn this sort of thing, and we are looking into it. Our, you know, we're trying to figure out what's going on here ourselves." Huh. Completely different than what he was. Romney ran out to attack President Obama about. Well, the way and, I the way I understand Mormonism is is that it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. Every day is a new day. Okay. So what's the difference? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, well, unfortunately, though, Mitt stood firm even when they came back and said, yes. "Well, wait a second. It seems like you made a mistake in timing here, and you misconstrued what happened." Yeah. He said, "No, no, no, I didn't." No. So, as I understand Mormonism, they're, they're also into denial. <laughs> they're fairly into denial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't speak to that, but I, I do know that, that when I say jump the shark, they're even within his own party. I think you're misusing—that's that, my, my problem here. You're misusing a metaphor. Well, I, well, I guess what— I, Jumping okay. the shark. Well, okay, let me—then maybe I'm—okay. What I'm—let me say Jumping it. Jumping the that, shark refers to an episode that, that destroys whatever happened before. And— And, yeah, and, 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 and recalculates everything within, within an episodic series. Okay. Yeah. And my, my point is, is that I think by doing this, and as it's been repeated ad nauseum, doubling down on this, mm -hmm. on his statement, initial statement, um, I think what he's done is he has permanently damaged, which is what I t understand— Jumping the shark to mean is he's permanently damaged his credibility as a as a as a world so? leader. I do. 
You think this is the, the, the jumping shark moment for him? I do. He has not established, he has no identity, very little identity in world, oh, on the okay. world stage prior to this in terms of making assessments in a crisis situation. Yeah. In somewhat the same way, although it's been said by others, that John McCain stopping the president, his presidential campaign when the economic collapse began to unfold in, in, in 2008 yeah. was the end of his political campaign for president so i don't know maybe so you're thinking that everything was okay with mitt romney up until this point um, but at this point he jumped the shark i'm saying there was really no there was no context to understand his worldview and when it comes yeah. to these kind and how he would react in a crisis i, I didn't look at this as anything okay. any more bizarre than anything else that he's done okay. to deny and okay. lie about this okay Right. I mean, is it, yeah. isn't that true? Isn't no, it's true. Part it's of true. a pattern. You're right. It was like the you know the series I was watching wasn't destroyed by this. It was just more affirmation of what <laughs> had happened before. Yeah. I would keep watching this show, okay, because right. I know that this is what Mitt Romney does. This is <laughs> okay. nothing different. Okay. He didn't jump the shark, and you're going, oh my God, they've taken it too far. Yeah, I don't think he took. He's been taking <laughs> it this far all okay. along. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good point. Yeah. I agree. Uh, in Florida, voters purged from the rolls after they were mistakenly labeled as non-citizens will have their voting rights restored in time for the November election. Good news. New government data shows economic inequality continued to widen in the U.S. last year. Oh, good. Bad news. Oh, I'm sorry. Bad news. A federal judge has, <laughs> has affirmed an earlier ruling, ruling blocking a controversial statute that gave the government power to indefinitely detain anyone it considered it in, involved in terrorism. Bad, good news. Bad, oh, bad, bad news. news. Yeah, as a terrorism <laughs> suspect, anywhere oh. in the world without charge or, uh, charge or trial. Uh, let me say this more succinctly. Okay. Judge Catherine Forrest issued a preliminary injunction against the provision in the National Defense Authorization Act oh, yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. On Wednesday, Forrest made her ruling permanent, declaring that the National Defense Authorization Act cannot be used to hold people in indefinite military detention. Uh, detention on suspicion of having substantially, substantially supported Al Qaeda or its allies. Oh, I guess I guess it is good news. It is good news. Yeah, I thought it was the other way. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. she, upheld, yeah she upheld she upheld her it. previous I it was decision. One of those confusing. No, ones. she upheld yeah. a previous yeah. decision that that she, and she had. I had to read these more carefully. No, it's okay yeah. because we're in the speed round and it, it's yeah, hard to keep. It, it's kind of hard to keep up. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, okay, here's the bad one. I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. This is the one I, I think was we should do. Is, I yeah. think we're under a segment good here. Bad good news, news bad news. And the Republican-controlled House voted to extend the statute allowing warrantless government surveillance. Is bad it? news. Oh, bad news. Bad okay. News. Yeah. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so they can they can still uh, survey you. Yeah. Yeah. Without a warrant. Without a warrant. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Good news. Bad news. The IRS announced a record one hundred and four million dollar reward to a whistleblower who exposed the biggest tax evasion scheme in U.S. history. Good news. Good news. Bad news. That's that's a trick oh, question that's a, that's because a we're actually one. rewarding a guy. This was Brad Birkenfeld, yeah, a former a... UBS AG banker. We gave him 104 million dollars, and he had previously encouraged rich Americans to store more than 20 billion dollars in offshore Swiss bank accounts right. and cheat the IRS. Right. That's what this guy did that we rewarded. Well, but then he turned whistleblower. Yeah. yeah. He, he sort of had his. Let's get religious for a second. He had his. Uh, Epiphany. Epiphany. Yeah. Paul on the road to Damascus knocked off his horse moment, and he said, you know what? This isn't such a good thing. So we give him $104 million? We him, so that's okay. Well, we had imprisoned him for like, he'd been in prison for a couple years. 
You know, we threw him in jail hey, I w- for if, being a whistleblower. If I get in prison for a hundred for for two years and they give me a hundred and four million, okay, I take that. Deal. And his attorney's getting thirty million. It's hardly any. That's it's only, all right. I'll, it's only sixty six million dollars he's getting. I'll there. settle Go. for that. <laughs> two years in prison, sixty million. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Chicago. Okay, the school teacher teachers. Strike. They're yeah. still on strike. Yeah, that was the first time they went on strike for twenty-five years, and apparently, this is all to to so that Obama can, uh, you know, make the right decision and and solve the problem. According to my good friend Rush Limbaugh. Oh, he said. Yeah. Oh, so he can make yeah. he can look like a hero. Yeah, yeah. But it's those damn teachers that are destroying America. So uh, I hope he doesn't. Do yeah, anything. teachers walked off the job after union leaders failed to reach an agreement with the nation's third largest school district over education reform sought by Mayor Rahm Emanuel. Yeah. Which makes me think this is oh, Limbaugh's right. Okay. Newly disclosed. Disclosed documents from before the 9-11 attacks provide further evidence the Bush administration ignored repeated warnings about Osama bin Laden's plans. Well, we knew this. It's kind of We knew this. Yeah. Uh, You and I here on Weekly Signals knew this was going on 11 years ago. You know, it it takes, yeah, 11 years for for someone to actually, you know, put it in print and have a government report. It's, you know, it's the front line effect, as they say, the PBS show that reports on how horrible things were a decade ago. And we go, oh, I wish I'd known that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you did. You could have. Now, what you can can do about it. Yeah. There, the guy who wrote that uh, article for the uh, New York Times is a book. I think his name is Eichenwald. Eichenwald, who, you he, are correct. He, uh, he had there was five or six different, very concise, very well put together reports yeah. to the president. For the love of God, <laughs> Bin Laden is going to attack. It pretty much got that way. Yeah, it did. It pretty much, did. they were pleading. There were there were actually some State Department people who were were wanting to just resign, exactly like, to walk Ex- off because exactly. they they had tried so hard to get. Uh, the Bush administration to pay attention to the threat from Al Qaeda and from Bin Laden. Yes, and, and, and the last yeah. of these famous uh, briefings was the one August six, which people refer to as the report yeah. that went to Bush that said Bin Laden determined to attack America, and they were pretty specific. Yeah. Even that hello, hello, and and Bush was in the midst of his month long vacation, the yeah. longest by any sitting president since Roosevelt, uh, and and said. To the CIA people giving the briefing, don't worry, you've covered your ass yeah. and move. Let's move on. Yeah, that's what he said. This is the that's hole. what this he is the said. Hole that Obama had to dig himself yeah, exactly. out of. By the way, too. that you you've covered your ass. Let's yeah. move on to something else. Thank you. Oh, and just I thought you might know about this. Uh, it's a local item here. Southern California awoke Monday of this week to a foul odor that won't go away. Residents clogged 911 lines, and they're saying, what's going on? It mm-hmm. smells like dead fish, and apparently that's what it was mm-hmm. in the Salton Sea. Mm-hmm. Did you hear anything about this? Edward? I did hear about no? it. I didn't smell it. Did you smell anything? No, no, but apparently the smell happens, but it doesn't go this far right. away from the Salton Sea, exactly. and uh, they were smelling it up in L.A., uh, Yeah, dead fish. Apparently every year in the Salton Sea, this time of year, uh, all the fish die off, or many, most of the fish die off. If all of them died, we wouldn't have it every year, right? But most oh. of these fish die off, and they emit th- the stench coming off the Salton Sea. It's pretty pungent. Yeah. And uh, But it's gone further now than ever before, which is another, you know. This another, kind of been an odorous uh, yeah, uh, episode I say, of I was going to say, we could, maybe, maybe we could spray some ocean breeze on the, on the Salton Sea, you, yeah. know, you know, like they, they want to do. To cover up the smell of artillery fire. You think so? I think so. I think yeah. I would do that. 
Um, so, yeah. Got anything else for me there? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no? No. No, this has been an action-packed show, and I, I, I wouldn't want to screw it up by bringing in something, you know. Something that kind of lets us yeah, all down. Yeah, it's the whole, lets all the air out of the balloon at the end here. <laughs> I'll do that for you. <laughs> and finally, ice cream maker Ben and Jerry's filed suit against the creators of pornographic video series Ben and Cherries. Oh. Oh, I get the pun there. I get it. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> Claiming trademark infringement by such films as... Yeah. Yes, I can't wait, please. Boston Cream Thigh <laughs> and Peanut Butter D-Cup. <laughs>